Retailers and shoppers are gearing up for Black Friday, the unofficial start to the holiday shopping season. So what are shoppers and big brand retailers expecting? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome first to breaking news. Authorities are investigating the cause of the vehicle explosion at the Rainbow Bridge that shook the popular tourist attraction. Witnesses at the scene reported a loud blast followed by billowing smoke near the Canadian border. Emergency services rushed to the area to find a vehicle engulfed in flames. Firefighters worked tirelessly to extinguish the blaze while paramedics attended to the injured. The FBI is now coordinating with local, state and federal law enforcement. Meanwhile, the White House says it is closely monitoring the situation and that President Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland have been briefed. The New York State Police are working with the FBI to monitor all points of entry into New York. Local law enforcement are also working closely with Canadian authorities to piece together the sequence of events leading up to the explosion. As of now, investigators are not ruling anything out. Tis the season for holiday shopping and Black Friday deals. Experts from the National Retail Federation are predicting that consumer spending will reach record levels for the remainder of this year. According to NRF data, shoppers are expected to spend between $957 billion and $966 billion, which is a 3 to 4% increase from 2022. For more, we're joined by Jennifer Streaks, the senior personal finance reporter with Insider. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So retail experts are really bullish on Black Friday, predicting that U.S. consumers still have firepower to spend. How do you see it? You know, spending is still at an all-time high. I think that consumers are still diving into some savings, some leftover savings that they have. And of course, we're seeing credit card debt on the rise. So that is really what is fueling this holiday season. Consumers are expected to spend and have their Thanksgiving and on into Christmas Eve and the new year. They're going to go out there and spend money with the retailers this season. So it's really interesting, you know, what you're talking about, about the shoppers gearing up, because, you know, when we hear these predictions and then we look back to October retail sales, you know, excluding autos and gas, they did fall nearly 1% last month. Do you think that this is a sign that consumers are reining in spending or just waiting for holiday sales to begin? I think they were waiting for holiday sales to begin. We saw an uptick in spending in September, and that of course was around the school season and getting everyone geared up to go back to school. And then there was a little bit of a lull in October. And now, you know, we have Thanksgiving and Christmas and just the holidays and they're gearing up to spend. So I think October was a lull as everyone just waited to gear up for the holidays. So do you think shoppers are ready to dip into their pocketbooks for the Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday weekend? I am fully expecting to see record sales on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh, and it's also going to affect you know, credit card debt and credit card bills as well. 
but consumers are definitely on par to spend on both of those sales holidays. Now, when we look at consumer spending data, are consumers still powering the U.S. economy? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Even in spite of inflation and higher interest rates, student loan payments resuming, consumers are still powering the economy because everyday expenses, where we're seeing them having to spend money the most, the grocery store, everyday expenses, everything's high. And to a certain extent, there is no choice but to spend if you need everyday items. So consumers are still behind the power that we see in the U.S. economy. Now, what are some tips for shoppers on how to avoid overspending this holiday season? I would love it if you would leave the credit cards at home. Credit cards give you a false sense of having more money than you actually do. Use cash. Use your debit card. Before you go shopping, have a list on hand. Don't just go and look around and see what's out there because you're going to be tempted to spend money and more than likely on items that you really don't need. Have a list already on hand, uh, already have sales and discounts in mind. Take those shoppers catalogs with you and look for sales and discounts. Have your list together and really use cash this season to curb overspending. Jennifer Strakes with Insider, thank you so much for the tips and tricks this holiday season. Thank you. Israel and Hamas have agreed to a ceasefire in Gaza for at least four days. Officials say 50 hostages captured by Hamas terrorists will go free in exchange for 150 Palestinians jailed in Israel. Israel and Hamas have agreed on a four-day truce, according to both sides, the first in the war. The Israeli government voted in the early hours of Wednesday to back the deal, which would allow the release of 50 women and children hostages held in Gaza. It also mentioned that for every 10 extra captives released, they would extend the pause in fighting by another day. In exchange, Hamas said, Israel would also free 150 Palestinian women and children imprisoned there and allow hundreds of aid trucks to enter Gaza. According to Israeli tallies, Hamas militants took about 240 hostages when its fighters surged into southern Israel on October 7th and killed 1,200 people. To date, Hamas has released four captives. Late on Tuesday, the armed wing of the Palestinian militant group Islamic Jihad, which also took part in the Hamas raid, said one of its Israeli hostages had died. Since the October attack, Gazan authorities say Israeli bombardments have flattened large parts of the Hamas-ruled enclave, killed more than 13,000 people and displaced about 2.3 million others. Before the deal was announced, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said U.S. President Joe Biden's intervention had helped to improve the tentative agreement so that it included more hostages and fewer concessions. But Netanyahu said Israel's broader mission had not changed. In a message at the start of the cabinet meeting on the deal, he said, We are at war and we will continue the war until we achieve all our goals to destroy Hamas, return all our hostages and ensure that no entity in Gaza can threaten Israel. 
Sam Altman is returning as CEO of OpenAI just days after his ouster. The announcement caps off a days-long Silicon Valley shakeup for the startup at the center of an artificial intelligence boom. He was out, but not for long. Sam Altman is returning as chief executive of OpenAI, the maker of ChatGPT. The move caps an astonishing few days of office intrigue. Altman was ousted from the AI startup on Friday, with the board saying he was guilty of communication failures. The move rocked the tech sector, with Altman widely seen as the face of the AI boom. It also came as a shock to investors, including major open AI backer Microsoft. The weekend then saw apparent efforts by executives to have Altman restored. Hundreds of OpenAI staff also threatened to quit unless he was brought back. But the board refused to budge, instead installing former Twitch chief Emmett Shear as interim CEO. Microsoft then said Altman would join it to run a new research unit. Now the AI pioneer says it will bring him back after all. In a post on X, Altman said he was looking forward to returning. At the same time, the OpenAI board will get a shake-up with new faces brought in. Among them is former US Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. Microsoft chief Satya Nadella welcomed the changes saying they put OpenAI on track for more stable and effective governance. Thanks so much for watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon, more right after this.